The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericahealth.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. How are you feeling today? Are you feeling alive and energetic? or lethargic and weak. Listen to your heart. Welcome to the Healing Whisper, a return to peace. Your host for the hour is Dr. Marianne Chase. When we fail to understand and work on the root cause of our stress and illness, we seem to be in a never-ending spiral of poor health and low energy. It's time to re-harness that potential in order to live a better life. Now here's Dr. Marianne. Hello and welcome to the show. This is Dr. Mary Ann Chase, and I am so glad that you could join me today. Today, we will continue on our discussion that we started a few weeks ago about the various emotional conversations that we have with ourselves, and we can categorize some of these conversations into different belief structures, And today, we're talking about the belief structure associated with shame. And that's why I've titled this show, Oh, the Shame of It All. But anyway, before I get started into that, I would like to give you this wonderful little disclaimer that the show is for educational and informational purposes only. It is not intended to treat diagnose, heal, or cure anything. Everything contained in this show is strictly the opinion of myself, Dr. Mary Ann Chase. Please always check with a licensed health care provider about any concerns that you may have. I'd also like to remind everybody that you can find me on Facebook, the Healing Whisper page, Twitter, LinkedIn, YouTube, you can find me there as Dr. Marianne Chase, Marianne Chase. And there is my website, thehealingwhisper.com. And so, shame. What is shame and what is it all about? Well, now, if we were to look at a Webster definition of pain uh, of shame it is a painful feeling of humiliation or distress caused by the consciousness of wrong or foolish behavior and shame is also associated with a loss of respect or esteem and so shame is kind of one of those things that We can think of as a good thing, or it could be a bad thing. And with today's context and today's conversation, we're going to look at the bad bad side of shame and why it's not good. But before we get into that, let's talk a little bit about 
what's good about shame. So if you looked at that definition of it being a humiliation of having been aware of doing a wrong thing or a foolish thing, shame, we could say, is on the good side a bit of our conscious conscience. I'll say it right. And that conscience being the image of the little angel on one shoulder and the little devil on the other shoulder. And the little angel is your good conscience that you know that if you were to go out and commit murder, you would be ashamed. That's the conscious. And if you were not ashamed of doing something horrific like murder or even abusing, physically abusing someone, then shame has lost its purpose with you. And the good part of shame is it will keep people in a moral state of life. And without shame, we can become amoral or without morals. And what are morals? But something like the golden rule, doing unto others as we would want to have done unto ourselves. And so what's the bad side of shame? The bad side of shame is where we are stuck in the past, where we believe shameful things about ourselves that, well, they aren't necessarily true. And the bad side of shame is it is what keeps us stuck in the past. And you know, when you are stuck in the past, you will never be able to move forward with your life or forward into the future. Whatever that future should be or needs to be. And yeah, folks, you may have done something shameful in your past, but that is something that is the good part of shame. Yes, I did something shameful in the past, but that doesn't mean you have to live with that shame. Whether it is truthful or not, Maybe you thought that something that you did was shameful in the past wasn't even you that did it. Maybe somebody did something to you that caused you to feel ashamed. And that's the bad side of shame. You kind of pulled in that shame thinking that, well, it was my fault that this action 
was done against me. And folks, nothing could be further from the truth. When somebody does something to you that you feel ashamed about. That's the kind of shame that we will be talking about. We'll also be talking about the kind of shame that we tend to have over beliefs that are really unhealthy beliefs and are not truthful beliefs. One of the other things that we'll be looking at about shame is that there are cultural things that tell us Yes, you should be ashamed of this, or you should not be ashamed of this, just depending upon what your cultural morals are. But the thing about shame, even though it keeps us on the straight and narrow, so to speak, morally, we will tend to hold on to that shame thinking that I'm bad because of this shameful act that I did or didn't do or maybe I even thought about doing. So today, we'll just talk about some of those shameful thoughts and the whole reason that I want to bring this up is that If you have those shameful thoughts, the whole part of it is that those thoughts are what is keeping you stuck. And so let's just start with this one area of shame-based thoughts and unhealthy beliefs in the area of self-control. Now, if you don't have good self-control or if you have beliefs in this category of self-control, it tends to affect the muscles and the skeleton. And I'm talking about negative effects of physical, things like muscular diseases, skeletal diseases, or even just simple weakness, not necessarily a full disease. And what the virtue of having self-control would be, just simply that, self-control. Diligence, perseverance, moderation, feeling supported, connected, and secure. And the unhealthy beliefs around that are about I can't do it. I'm not capable. Others should do it for me. And it's not fair. That's all surrounding self-control. But here is the conversation that you might be having with yourself when it comes to shame. If I had any self-control, I wouldn't be such a mess. Or you could even say, my life wouldn't be such a mess. That's what it's really about, is that conversation. If I had any self-control, you're ashamed 
by not having self-control. There's other conversations that you might be having with yourself <clears throat> excuse me, in that area of self-control. And but it is all about today, it's all about shame. Are you ashamed about not having self-control? <clears throat> you don't have to have self-control. You don't have to be ashamed about not having self-control. The idea is to get the self-control through healing, which is what this show is about. So if you recognize that conversation in yourself about self-control, then you kind of will know where to go in your healing efforts. When we come back from the break, folks, we'll get into the next category of humility and what is the shame conversation that you might be having with yourself and humility. So don't go away. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Are you feeling stuck? Sometimes we just need a little help from a friend. Go beyond ordinary healing and experience the extraordinary healing journey possible with custom Healing Code Coaching with Dr. Marianne Chase. Visit TheHealingWhisper.com. Dr. Chase's coaching sessions can be conducted via Skype or by telephone. If you have half an hour to devote to getting yourself out of that rut, Dr. Marianne is ready to be that friend. Visit TheHealingWhisper.com and click Coaching. Tune in every Tuesday for C. diff, spores, and more with hosts Nancy Kerala and Dr. Chandrabali Ghosh. Our program is to provide information about C. diff, healthcare-associated infections, and more. Nancy is a C. diff survivor, healthcare professional, and the founder and executive director of the C. diff Foundation. And Dr. Ghosh is the chairperson of research and development for the C. diff Foundation. Together with their guests, we'll explore infection prevention, treatments, environmental safety, and more. Listen every Tuesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific, on Voice America Health & Wellness. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. You are listening to The Healing Whisper, A Return to Peace. If you would like to comment or have a question about our show today, please call in to 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. If you'd rather send an email, our email address is thehealingwhisper at mindspring.com. Now back to the show. Welcome back to the show. This is Dr. Marianne Chase, and today we are talking about the unconscious thoughts that you might be having with yourself or sometimes occasionally 
you'll hear that little conversation with yourself. And today we are talking about shame and that conversation surrounding shame. And we have spoken about the conversation around self-control. Now let's talk about the conversation around humility. And when I speak about humility, I'm talking about that thing with your identity, whether you believe you are okay or not okay. And the area of humility has to do with your circulation. So if you are having difficulties with your circulatory system, Humility might be at issue. And so what is the virtue of humility? It's about modesty, respectfulness, gratitude, selflessness, self-acceptance, balanced self-confidence, balanced self-image, and right use of power. And The thing with humility, it's not about being righteous. It's about being okay. I am or I am not okay. If you believe you are okay, if you have a good sense of self, then you are humility. You have humbleness. And the unhealthy belief in general must that people must think well of me to be okay. I don't matter. Others should come first. And folks, that is not humility, that others should come first. That is being damaging. Do you know anybody who puts so many people in front of themselves that they actually become ill themselves because they don't take care of themselves. And what's a better thing to take care of someone else other than to take care of yourself? Yes, you may be given the gift of caring for other people. And you may be saying to, right now, you may be saying, how can I take the time to take care of myself? Because this person that I am taking care of takes all that time. They need my attention 100% of the time. Well, that's a lie. They don't need your attention 100% of the time. And folks, if you get sick because you're not taking care of yourself, because you have not the humility to take care of yourself, then what uh, good does it do this other person if you're lying in a bed of your own? So what is a shame-based conversation that you might be having I am so below being humble, lower than a snake's belly, in essence, that I wonder if I should even occupy space and breathe air that might be better used 
by someone else. Do you ever think that thought? Maybe there is an issue in the category of humility. Well, let's move on to the category of trust. And the category of trust has to do with your reproductive and urinary system. When there is lack of trust, you may have some difficulties in this area. And of course, the virtues around trust is courage, hope, faith, and faithfulness. And the unhealthy general belief that people without trust tend to carry is that people are out to get me. I must be in control, and it's not fair. Again, it's not fair. That comes up a lot. And I know a lot of people that are control freaks. I've been one myself, and I tend to fall into that category of being a control freak. And we all know people that seem to have to be in control. And it's because their trust has been violated, and they have not learned that trust is not about them. Only, trust is about them only in that they should trust in themselves. So, what is a shame-based conversation? It's, I am awful. I have done awful things and thought awful things. I cannot trust in anything except the coming punishment that I deserve. That is a conversation that a lot of people will tend to have when they have been abused in the past or their their generations, their ancestors have been physically abused. Whether it is actual just physical abuse or just sexual abuse. It's abuse. And what happens is the person who has been abused brings on in their own belief system that it was their fault. They can't trust anyone because, well, that next person might be abusing me. And the best way to heal in this area is learning that you are not the one at fault. You are not the one to be ashamed. So, start moving forward and healing that particular conversation. Now, here is another interesting conversation, that of goodness. And goodness has to do, again, with your identity, what you believe about yourself. It is an area of self-worth. And problems in the area of goodness 
will affect your respiratory system, which is the lungs, the pulmonary arteries and veins, the sinuses, the throat, and the trachea. And goodness, really, the unhealthy beliefs is I am bad, I am not good enough, I am unforgivable. Now, you remember the conversation that you might be having with yourself on trust, and especially, I don't know why I'm being led down this path of, of physical abuse, but I'm going with it, because somebody listening today, right now, needs to hear this particular message about abuse. And your goodness your self-worth. Yes, you may have been abused or your ancestors may have been abused. That does not mean that you are unforgivable. That does not mean that you are not good enough. And if you're having this shame-based conversation with yourself of I am so far from goodness that I can't have it or express it. I am pathetic. Let me right now say that there is hope for you. And hope again comes into that trust, that feeling of hopelessness, because you cannot trust. And that healing is there It's not your fault. You have to forgive yourself. Now, the next category is kindness. And kindness, issues in the areas of kindness, have to do with the nervous system, the brain, the spinal cord, and all those peripheral nerves. And If you've been abused, you have been treated unkindly. I will not, I will not uh, deny that. And you may have spent the rest of your life being treated unkindly. Because you have this unhealthy belief that people will take advantage of me. Or maybe even the belief that people are too sensitive. And when you have that belief that people will take advantage of me, you actually are attracting those people that will take advantage of you. Because what you put out is what will come back to you. It's a basic premise of energy. For every action, there is an equal reaction. And if you're putting out that belief, whether you know it or not, that people will take advantage of me, it's coming back to you. So what is the shame-based conversation in the area of kindness? It's if 
they knew me, they would hate me. I don't deserve kindness or anything else other than punishment and scorn. And if you feel that way, if you've been told that, that's why it continues to come towards you. That is a conversation that also needs to be healed. Folks, when we come back from the break, we will get into the category of patience, which affects our immune system. Don't go away. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Are you feeling stuck? Sometimes we just need a little help from a friend. Go beyond ordinary healing and experience the extraordinary healing journey possible with custom Healing Code Coaching with Dr. Marianne Chase. Visit TheHealingWhisper.com. Dr. Chase's coaching sessions can be conducted via Skype or by telephone. If you have half an hour to devote to getting yourself out of that rut, Dr. Marianne is ready to be that friend. Visit TheHealingWhisper.com and click Coaching. Every day, you hear so much about different aspects of the health and wellness field. One day, you hear one thing, and the next day, you hear something that contradicts what you heard the day before. How do you know what's right? Try tuning in to The Cutting Edge of Health and Wellness today with Dr. Neil Nathan. Our goal is to educate and explore this field with guest experts in order to help you take control of your health and well-being. Listen Fridays at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Health & Wellness. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. listening to the healing whisper a return to peace if you would like to comment or have a question about our show today please call in to 1-866-472-5792 that's 1-866-472-5792 if you'd rather send an email our email address is the healing whisper at mindspring.com now back to the show welcome back and today we are talking about shame Actually, before I get into that, I'd just like to say you can connect with me on my Facebook page, The Healing Whisper, as well as Twitter, LinkedIn, YouTube, and my website, thehealingwhisper.com. So, why are we talking about shame today? Shame is one of those beliefs, those conversations that we might be having with ourselves that can actually cause us some harm, cause us to become physically ill as well as emotionally ill. And the thing about shame is, the good side is, it keeps us on the straight and true in that when we know that a certain action would cause shame for us or even our families, It prevents us from doing that particular action. And I'm speaking about negative actions such as uh, murder or 
etc., etc. If it's a shame action that's preventing you to do from doing something because it might bring shame upon the family. For example, I have seen on television, I, I enjoy watching different cooking shows and competitions and things like that. And every now and then, somebody will come on and saying, I'm doing this competition to prove to my family that I can be a good chef because I was raised in this family that thinks that being a chef is a shameful occupation. Well, that would be an occupation that that person was called to, and they're still carrying some of that family shame about being a chef. And I'm here to say that if you're carrying some of that shame, say that you actually wanted to become a janitor. And in some cultures, the janitor is a shameful occupation. It's the down and down. But if you wanted to do that, if that is something that floats your boat, but there is shame attached to it, it's keeping you from being the very best you can be. Whether it is a doctor, a lawyer, a janitor, or a chef, a candlestick maker. <laughs> Shame is used in a negative way along those lines. So before the break, I said we'd talk about patience. And the category of patience does affect your immune system. And, you know, in the world we live in today, patience is not considered a virtue. It's now, 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 now. Get it done now, 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 now. I don't want to wait for anything. Now, 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 now. And it may be causing one of the problems that we see so many immune disorders because of lack of patience, not only in ourselves, but around ourselves. Now, that's not going to be the only reason behind immune system disorders. And and don't get me wrong, all of these muscle or all of these body systems that I'm talking about that these emotional things can deal with, it's not necessarily the only thing that can cause problems with the immune system. There's all sorts of things like diet like environmental poisons. So, don't get me wrong that emotional problems are the only thing that causes these. It's just one piece of the puzzle. So, what are some of those unhealthy beliefs surrounding patients? That something must change right now, right now, for me to be okay. It kind of comes back into that humility 
I'm not okay. So patience and humility kind of go hand in hand. And the shame involved or the thought that you might be having on shame is that no one, no wonder no one has patience with me. I don't even have patience with me. And what might that look like? I want to get fixed. I want to get well. I want to get well now. That's how it might look like. Now, our next body system is the gastrointestinal system. And the category of that is peace. And just like the name of this show, when we don't have peace, we don't get healing. If we get peace, we get healing. And what are the virtues of peace? Believe it or not, it's knowledge and wisdom. If you know something, you're at peace surrounding that thing, whatever that may be. And the unhealthy beliefs are that something bad is going to happen. You're always worried about something. And the negative emotions of anxiety, fear, and the future being like the past is coming all back to that I'm not okay. I'm not at peace. I'm not at okay. And the shame is that there is no peace for me. I don't deserve peace. Do you hear that humility thing? Remember that when you are humble, you believe that you have the right to things. And this shame with peace is you don't feel you even deserve to have peace. So if your gut, your pancreas, your liver, your gallbladder, your stomach, if it's causing you problems, I just bet you there's a peace issue. I know for me personally, when I'm not at peace, my stomach can hurt. And lots of people will attest to that. Their gut just hurts when they're worried about something. The next category is joy. And problems with joy affects your skin, the hair, the nails. And joy has to do with gratitude. Now, do you remember at the first of the show where I was talking about self-control? Is If a, there's a problem in self-control, there is a lack of gratitude. So if you don't have joy, you probably have very little self-control. And the unhealthy belief around joy is I'm hopeless, I'm worthless, life is hopeless. You don't have hope. And you know, people who have no hope 
tend to be very depressed. And when you're very depressed, where's the joy? And the shame is there is no joy for me. I don't bring joy to anyone either. You're ashamed that you don't bring joy. Now, how do you get joy? The only way to get joy, you know, happiness is a choice. Joy can only be achieved through love. And that just happens to be the final category. Now, issues surrounding love deal with your endocrine system. And what the endocrine system is, it is has everything to do with your hormones and hormones being out of balance. And again, hormones may be out of balance because of other actual physical issues rather than emotional issues. But the funny thing about that is when you've got physical issues going on caused by the foods that you eat, trauma, things along those lines, it does affect the emotional areas. And what is love but compassion and generosity? What is love but the absence of fear? And your belief, if there is a problem in love, is that I am unlovable. I am insignificant, or I am flawed. And just as a nod back to a previous guest that I've had on this show, talking about how she got through major physical abuse and sexual abuse, was by learning that she is lovable, that she can be loved and can love. And what's the shame there? I am unlovable. Who could possibly love me? I will do anything and everything to get them to love me. Which brings up the conversation around what actions does a person do that they feel when they feel unloved do they become sex addicts do they become food addicts let me cook you this wonderful meal because you won't love me unless i cook this for you not that cooking a meal is bad but it's the motivation behind cooking that meal. Folks, I'm just going to go ahead and take the break just a wee bit early. And when we come back, we'll talk about how can you heal some of these negative beliefs. Don't go away.
opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Are you feeling stuck? Sometimes we just need a little help from a friend. Go beyond ordinary healing and experience the extraordinary healing journey possible with custom Healing Code Coaching with Dr. Marianne Chase. Visit TheHealingWhisper.com. Dr. Chase's coaching sessions can be conducted via Skype or by telephone. If you have half an hour to devote to getting yourself out of that rut, Dr. Marianne is ready to be that friend. Visit TheHealingWhisper.com and click Coaching. If you have a loved one that is undergoing treatment for substance abuse or mental illness, you owe it to them and yourself to tune in to One Hour at a Time with host Mary Woods. This compassionate and educational talk show will help you help those that you love by better understanding their condition and their personal recovery process. Tune in every Monday at 12 noon Pacific time to One Hour at a Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Recovery begins this hour. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. You are listening to The Healing Whisper, A Return to Peace. If you would like to comment or have a question about our show today, please call in to 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. If you'd rather send an email, our email address is thehealingwhisper at mindspring.com. Now back to the show. Welcome back. Today we are talking about some of those emotional negative conversations that you may be having with yourself in the shame-based area of, of life. And shame can have a good aspect, and it has a definite negative aspect. And so that's what we've been talking about. So now what I want to do is go over some of the ways that you can begin to heal these negative emotional conversations that you are having. So what I want to encourage everyone to do that's listening is go back into the show, hit the rewind, and find these different conversations in these different categories and body systems. What, write them down. What resonates with you? What says, oh, that's me? Just feel into that. Don't think about it. Feel about it. And that will give you a place to start. And when you know what that negative conversation is, then you can have a way to begin to heal it. Now what I have done, and I I continue to do, is write down different things that a person can do to begin healing. And there are physical things that you can do to begin healing. Now, I'm not talking about you go running a marathon or heavy-duty physical exercise. Although exercise does have very important aspects of it. And doing it to excess can be a negative. 
But here are some of the physical things that people do to begin healing. And yes, this will even heal those negative conversations. And things like Tai Chi, uh, the martial arts, and Qigong. And there's things like rebounding, getting on a mini trampoline and just lightly bouncing. And turning in circles, which is called spinning, but it's not the spinning that you see people doing frantically on a stationary bicycle spinning. No, it's the spinning of you're standing and you spin in circles. It helps to get your chakras in balance. Then there's the other physical things that can be done for you that involve like massage therapy, acupuncture, chiropractic. Folks, when your spine and bones and stuff aren't in alignment, you cannot have proper nervous conduction. Then there's part of a massage therapist, what they can do is called cranial sacral. And there's another method. It's kind of a combination of methods. It's called Reiki. And it involves both physical as well as emotional work. It can be long distance. It can be actual physical touch. It's a combination. Another thing that you can do for yourself, you don't have to go to a professional, is listen to soothing music. And there are certain types of music, certain frequencies of music that improve healing. And there is also the very simple thing of just simply going outdoors, getting reconnected with the earth. And if it's the dead of winter and you can't get outside and if you can't reconnect with the earth, there are actual things that you can get. It's called earthing to help you reconnect with the earth. You know, the conversation is that from dirt you came and dirt you return. And that's so true. And now, in my opinion, the best way to heal these negative emotional things have to do with energy medicine. And there are so many energy medicine modalities from chakra healing to meditation and prayer. Yes, that is energy. You are tapping into the energy of God, the universe, all that is. There is the Sedona method. There is the Hawaiian Ho'opo'ono, which is, I have had conversations with guests about that. There is the what is known as the emotion code. 
There's rapid eye technology. There's tapping, or it's also known as EFT, emotional freedom technique. I've had a guest on the show talking about the UN method. And my favorite modality are the healing codes. I've spoken about the healing codes on this show many, many times. And the reason I am a fan of the healing codes is it works well for me. That's not to say that it works well for everyone, because every person is unique and heals in a different way. And it's nice to have options. But if you like the healing codes, if you want to try the healing codes, that is my favorite way of healing these emotional issues. And the physical way to do the healing codes, you can go to my YouTube and you can see a YouTube video that I put on up on the hand positions. You can email me and I will be happy to send you a free uh, paper and I won't even put you on a mailing list unless you request it. A free paper on a stress release with the healing codes. But that's what it's all about. It comes right down to stress. Because these negative beliefs that you carry based on shame are causing physical stress. And that's what any and all of these methods help you do is to release the stress. And when your body is under stress, something's going to break somewhere. And that's why I was talking about these different body systems related to these different emotions or feelings. Because when you have a large amount of stress related in, for example, the patient's category, which affects your gut or your immune system, then that may be the first part that breaks when you're under all that stress. And so how do these negative beliefs cause that stress? It's because that conversation is going on all the time. And something in your self-wisdom says, that's wrong, that's unhealthy, that's not true. And your conscious mind tries to put the truth in, but the unconscious mind is going on with this unhealthy belief 24-7. And when the two clash, it causes stress, and it releases all of those stress hormones. So try any or all of these methods. Folks, it's time for the show to be over. And I just want to say that above all else, guard your heart for everything you do flows from it. That comes from Solomon. Blessings.
Thank you again for taking the advice of your heart and tuning in to The Healing Whisper, A Return to Peace. Please join your host, Dr. Marianne Chase, again next Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time, on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. We hope to talk to you again next week. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericahealth.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.